Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by stand-up comedian and libertarian podcast host, Adam Nutter, is back on the show with me today. Really appreciate you tuning in. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by returning guest, Adam Nutter is on the line with me. Adam, how are you today? Yo, what's up, man? Good. Thank you for having me again. This is uh, is fun last time. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. Um, Adam is a, of course stand-up comedian, one of the, I don't know, five, four, five total libertarian stand-up comedians out there. Is that about an accurate description? There's like, I've done this bit before. I've talked about it before. It's, it's like me, Dave, Robbie, Josh, Denny, you can count, I guess, Doug Stanhope, I guess you can kind of count, Sam Tripoli, Chrissy Mayer, Kyle Ruff. Maybe Brian he McWilliams. There. <laughs> uh, who? Brian McWilliams. Oh yeah, Brian, right, Brian. Yep. Fuck. Uh Brian. Um Fuck, man. <clears throat> that might be it. Okay. That might be just like less than 10. Yeah. Like I mean like maybe I'm sure there's but like I I'm not trying to be a dick, but I feel like at least people kind of know the 10 of us, at least uh-huh. by a, some sort of some somewhere in the party someone knows one of us. I I'm sure there's some comics out there that are like I'm a libertarian, I'm like yeah, but like it's great. But make yourself more known so you could you could join the army of libertarian comics <laughs> to help us out. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a very fascinating thing, and I think when it comes to messaging uh, something such as third party politics, which is in effect really what the libertarian uh, party is, I do think it's very valuable to have people doing it who are adept at uh, communicating through humor. I mean, that's, oh, I would sure. say that's oh, very there's, there's fucking one important. More. There's one more I just thought of. Uh, Gerard, uh, fuck, what's his last name? He has that podcast with Mickey Gall from the UFC, Thick and Slick. Okay. But he's another 
big time like libertarian com- uh, comic who's been banned from Twitter like three times, you know, just <laughs> for fucking saying how it is. So yeah, there's, there's, but comedy is super important. I think through any 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 cultural messaging, it's like music, entertainment, comedy, right? It's like all those things always like help shift people's minds in a different way than just someone yelling at you being like yeah i do this yeah i do this yeah i do this if i could come on I don't, again i'm on stage i don't really i don't talk about politics but like on podcasts i do obviously and I, I i try to still be funny so like you try to say something in a creative funny way about like rothbard mises that maybe no one's ever heard of before you know or or, or just like the average person like you're not gonna this isn't for like other libertarians like who read a thousand more books than i have like this isn't for them this is for like the normal person who just meant be listening and being like, oh shit, I never thought of it that way before. Like, you know, that's that's what I kind of take the approach by. Like, I'm not gonna convince like, you know, Rechtenwald or somebody or like Robbie Bernstein, like oh, this is what we should do about economic policy. Like they know. Sure, <laughs> like, sure. They're way more ahead of the game. So it, it's about, I think, the average person and trying to like talk to them and convert them. That's what I think it's all about. I love it. And I agree entirely. Um we have talked about in the past but I'll, I'll reiterate the left so like the democratic party for many years and generations has focused on controlling certain institutions of course you have media the educational system i mean those are two big ones right there so <laughs> look no further right. than them controlling uh, these two huge institutions in our, our society and our culture has let's be honest uh, effectively Giving them almost control of the culture in a lot of ways. No, I say this all the time. The the left are absolute abject, awful, scumbag, demon pedophiles. But they were really smart on infiltrating things that the right, and when I say the right, I don't mean like the GOP. I mean just anyone like us, even like, you know, more conservative, leaning libertarians, whatever the fuck it is. Like, sure. They did a great job infiltrating, like, and especially entertainment. Because no one thought that was important. Like, how many times, like, growing up, especially in the 90s and stuff, like, you would hear, like, older conservatives be like, ah, movies aren't important. Ah, it's not TVs. It's, it's like, about, it's about this. It's about that. It's about that. It's like, no, idiot. That actually is important because it's a fucking messaging. It's a vessel for messaging. Yeah. Right? Or you hear someone say, hey, Matthew McConaughey, we get it. You're a great actor, but we don't care about your political opinions. Ha, ha, ha. Right. And then you almost are like... Are you laughing? Are we laughing? Because, I mean, <laughs> that does fucking matter. People do listen to it. I'm not they saying do. I personally try to listen to it or Beyonce right. or Jay-Z or whatever it is. But, I mean, we'd be lying to each other if we didn't at least acknowledge that, yes, that does impact many people. No, for sure. And, like, they were brilliant at seeing that back out in the fucking 30s. Like, they infiltrated Hollywood how many years ago? It wasn't like they just got it in the 80s. They've been doing it since the cultivation of Hollywood, essentially, and no one else thought that was important. And they were, and, but you had essentially a bunch of commie socialists, right, back in the Hollywood days who got together to be commies together, infiltrated that shit, and now look where we are. That's, like, the truth of what happened, right? And they did, they did that with fucking entertainment, uh, all entertainment, music, comedy, fucking movies, TV. They did it with the news. They did it with the schools. They did it with every single fucking thing. Every single fucking thing they did it with. And like and then the right again, overall right, not like the Republican Party. It's just sitting there going, like, we need to fight back. I'm like, guys, we fucked up. That's gone. 
but we're not infiltrating Hollywood. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's over. You, we got to just take the fights like the streets. Not not like a physical fight. I mean, like, take it like two of them. We'll be like, none of this fucking bullshit drag shit with kids. None of this fucking CRT shit. Fucking stop watching Marvel shows. Stop watching DC movies. Like, stop. Just stop. Hit them where it actually hurts their fucking wallets. Cause like we're not taking it back. That's gone. It's just it's too in, it's too in, like in in in, in um. So we're looking for ingrained. Ingrained. Thank you. Fuck. I'm so dumb. <laughs> ingrained. <laughs> ingrained in uh in the culture and how it is. So like you we just have to again be like oh cool 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 you guys got Hollywood cool I'll never watch a Marvel movie again and yeah people will but you know who won't China. When you keep pushing all this g- literal gay shit. And all this stuff, and that has nothing to do with the storyline. China is openly like fuck that shit, and then they won't play your movie. And then back at home, Disney's so like, pride, everything's rainbow, but we'll take out all the gay shit for you, China. Don't worry, fuck those fags. It's like they don't really care. It's such a fucking bullshit like psyop here, and the fact that Americans, mainly left leaning Americans, are so fucking stupid they can't see that. Like, we're fucked. It's like, we're fucked as a society, dude, for sure. Um, last time I spoke with you, it, I think it was the day of or maybe even the day after, but um, the, the the voting had just taken place or it was about to yeah. take place. And we talked a yeah. little bit about, like, Fetterman and some of the races. Um, uh, many anticipated prior to the midterms there would be a red wave, and that seemed yeah. to be... Um, not accurate. You know, there, so many of those races ended up going the other way. Now, I, I've heard some good cases be made. You know, DeSantis, for example, won Florida by a much, a much uh, a larger margin than he had previously when he originally uh, won yeah. the governor position. So, for the sake of decentralization and uh, voting with your uh, uh, feet, you know, moving to a state, you know, many people, of course, fled their state and moved to Florida and they are voting uh, Republican. Therefore, DeSantis is controlling that state even more so than he did prior. So there's a case for that. But outside of that type of a, a creative argument, it appears the red wave that many anticipated didn't really come to fruition. What do you attribute that to? Rigging elections. <laughs> I mean, it's weird to me that like all the major um battles that were won by the left all took three days to count out votes. Not a single one of them was like, oh yeah, in 12 hours we counted the votes and you won. It's been like, oh, we get it took Arizona a week, who has a quarter of the population of Florida, but Florida got it done in a day. Mm. And Arizona couldn't figure it out. And then you get all the fucking again, you could Go watch the videos. They're out there for everybody to go watch themselves. There's videos of people bringing in fucking black duffel bags at 3 a.m. and be like, oh, look at all these other votes we found. We gotta count them up. I bet 80% of those are Democrat. You know, it's just, it just, sure, it could be legit. It just, it just, again, like if it talks like a duck, walks like a duck, sounds like a duck, right? Like the last three years, everything that we've said is bullshit turned out to be bullshit. Every single thing. Name one thing that we haven't been saying since March 2020 that hasn't been true. You can't. You literally cannot. Now, it, it might take a year, right, for it to be true, officially true, but we know, all know the vax shit, the mass shit, the fucking um, the inflation shit, the lockdown shit. We all fucking said it. 
And then three years later, they're like, oh, well, yeah, we were on for the vaccine. Were you? No shit. <laughs> it's almost like my common sense made me realize that. So my common sense for this also goes, hmm, something isn't really adding up here, huh? It's like, ask yourself the question, does this make sense to you? And if you say no, then it probably doesn't. It's such a, a discouraging time to care about politics in the United States. It's just yeah. very discouraging. Not much reason for optimism if you are anything but a left-leaning, not just left-leaning. I mean, if you're a true leftist, you know, there's some people, I've been listening to Jimmy Dore a lot lately. and Yeah, Jimmy's good. I, I would certainly consider him to be a leftist. He would not vote for Biden. No, not because because Jimmy's an old school leftist. He's an old. He's a moderate liberal, right? That's what Jimmy is. Like guys like Jimmy don't exist anymore because either you're for wanting to fuck children and or you're not, and that's like the line that was drawn on the left. It's like, oh, you don't support everything we do here. They're like, no, They're like you must be a literal Nazi. And Jimmy Dore's like, I've been a fucking Democrat since 1962. Like you know whatever the fuck it was. Like it's. It's such a radical jump. So guys like him, Tulsi Gabbard, all those people who are like, um, the fuck is going on here? They make that they make them out to be like right wing plants. When in reality, there's just normal, regular thinking, old school liberals that we just don't see anymore. Bill Maher is another example of that, right? Bill Maher comes out on his show and he's like, I think maybe you don't have to wear a mask outside. And people are like, oh, my God, are you a Republican now? He's like, no, I just have fucking brain. <laughs> like, it's shit like that so it's it's wild it's it is wild yeah uh, myself i live here in kentucky i was proud to vote for the guy brad Barron instead of mitch mcconnell in 2020 so i voted against mitch yeah, mcconnell um i did not vote for trump in this most recent election won't vote for him again um, but but i'm considered to be a a, a fringe you know make America great again, or whatever you want to say, not a yeah. progressive. So anything that's not a progressive is basically labeled with however many pejoratives uh, you can come up with. And, and it's a very sad, and like I said, just a discouraging and disheartening time to care about politics. Is there any reason for optimism right now? I think there's always reason for optimism, right? I mean, I think history teaches that, that there's always dark times, but the light always surfaces at some point. It might not be in our lifetime, <laughs> you know, but like, I think good will prevail eventually. Like this is, this is what I'm saying. Like this, I, I think it's become truly like good versus evil, like almost like biblical light versus dark shit in society, all the world, not just America. I mean like the world, like the more and more, what's that saying? Like once you see it, like that's it, you just see it. You know, like once you see behind the curtain, you can never see behind, not behind the curtain again. So, like, once you start to do what we do and start to look into all the quote unquote conspiratorial stuff and and all the politics stuff and the history of just how things are, and you go like, oh, so everything's kind of set up and run by pedophiles, and people are like, no, it's crazy. You go, no, it's kind of what it is. And then like this whole uh, uh, balance, uh, what the fuck is that company? Balance, I can't pronounce it. Italian company, Balenciaga, Balenciaga, whatever the fuck it is. All their ads lately are like straight child pedophilia grooming shit. And everyone's like, hey, maybe don't do this. And they're like, nah, <laughs> like we're going to keep doing it. And then like Kim Kardashian works with them. She's like, 
uh, I'm not going to stop working with them. It's like, yeah, and nothing will happen to you. You'll face no backlash. But like, Andrew Mima is the worst company of all time because they had a black lady on their fucking thing. It's like, do you see like the cognitive disconnect of like that's what's happening? So it's like, that's what makes me go like, we're fucked in short term. We're so fucked. But long term, I think we'll be okay. I just think short term, we are so beyond fucked. There has to be uh, some degree. I don't know how, how significant it is. Um, but I do think through the power of the internet, I guess Elon Musk taking over Twitter as a, a, a W, at least thus far. Hopefully it, you know, it, it holds up. Would you agree thus far Elon Musk taking over Twitter as a W for free speech? Have you, I mean, first of all, I'm still banned, so I don't have my old account back. Oh, Thanks, okay. Elon. Okay. Because uh, he, he, last week, he's like, we're doing Twitter amnesty next week. Granted, it's Monday, so just week just started. But uh, I don't see much of a difference besides the less bots and like user counts going up like you follower counts going up like you people are being seen more and they aren't being shadow banned as much right but like all right i posted a meme on my other account that had the word retard in it which i've done all because memes can't get picked up with algorithms usually right mm-hmm. well i got 12 hour suspension hmm. and i was like interesting when was that Two days ago. Wow. So on November 26th. Wow. That was only 12 hours when I got my account back. But like, I was like, wow, from a meme, even with the old guard, Hmm. I would post memes that said like retard, fag, whatever, (laughs) like whatever it was. And I never got a hit. Never got a hit. And now all of a sudden this meme from Elon Twitter gets a hit. That's fucking weird to me. So I, I, I don't, I don't think throwing all the eggs in the Elon basket is a good idea either. Because he's just a dude. He was a billionaire. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, yeah, he said. But again, he seems like a guy who's just like, like a Jimmy Dore type. Who's just like, hey, shit's getting weird, right? And they're like, you're a Nazi. He's like, okay, well, I actually have the money to tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. And like, we don't. Sure. That's the difference. He has legitimate fuck you money. I mean, he has so much fuck you money. He bought a company that ran social media for the world. <laughs> like, like, you know, and he bought that company. So, I don't know. I wouldn't, I, I don't, I, I, I just wouldn't throw all my eggs in that one basket. What are your, are you a big Bitcoin guy? I have, I have, I have, I bought one full Bitcoin when it was $1,100. Okay. And now I have like a little over one and a half Bitcoin. Okay. So, anything over $1,100 is technically a profit for me. Wow. Um, are you one of those, you know, many people associate libertarian leaning people with being, you know, Bitcoin is the savior type mentality. Would you consider yourself to be on that ship? I think it's really important. You know, again, I don't think anything's a savior of anything. You got to just see how things go. But like, I think it helps fuck the banks and it helps stop a centralized government, uh, uh, bank and government stuff because, well, if you can't stop me from spending your money, I have my own shit. I don't fucking care about your money. Right. And that's why that's like why they're trying to come after it so hard. That's why that thing with LBRY, the other crypto that like Odyssey uses and stuff like that, they lost their case because the SEC was like, well, you guys are technically like securities and exchanges and stuff. And they're like, no, we're not. And they're like, well, you are. And, and then they lost, which is bad because that's the precedent essentially for like you sell anything, it's like a security for the stock exchange. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's it's not good. It's 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 like Bitcoin is a fall into that. 
but like a lot do or does whatever. And that's not good. So like Bitcoin's still out of the scope of that, but for how long? How long until they shut shut it down on my phone? Like like I, I've seen the last three years, they could do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. There really isn't like I was, I guess, naive to the point where I was like, well, this constitution still exists. It's like, yeah, they don't give a fuck. That literally means nothing. That means literally nothing. Like that piece of paper is done. Right. So it's like, I don't know. What do you do? Keep doing shit to fuck with them. Just keep doing things that's out of the scope of their availability as of now. That's what I say. That's all you can do. Because eventually they're going to come for Bitcoin and they're going to get it. So I, I think I heard maybe Jeremy Kaufman discussing that lawsuit. Yeah. And so they were uh, uh, taking certain cryptocurrencies and classifying them for the sake of regulation as a security, mm-hmm. which I guess yes. you can kind of see how you are investing in something. You're hoping it goes up and down. I actually, at one, t- at one point, passed a Series 7 license exam, so I was at least licensed to be a stockbroker for years. So I at least you know, have a foundation of knowing, yeah, I can see where so- they would make an argument. Now, that doesn't mean it's fair. It, it doesn't mean that the government should put- be able to put their hand into any type of um, you know, in my opinion, currency. What, yeah. What What do you make of this? Uh, what is it? Sam Bankman Freed, uh, the F- FTX founder. That I guess a, a pyramid scam type thing. How would you summarize that type of a? a that episode? was like the biggest money laundering Ponzi scheme in front of our eyes ever, and no one said fucking a word about it besides us. I mean, it's clear as that this guy's mother was one of the biggest Democratic. Uh, fun people. Um, she was like in their campaign, like she was big in the party. This guy became the second largest Democratic uh, funder behind George Soros to Biden. I think uh, I think he was the number two individual donor to the Biden campaign. Yes, yes, behind Soros. Yes, yeah, yes, okay, yes, yeah, yes. which behind is Soros, crazy because yeah. he's like what twenty nine yeah, yeah. years old. It's yeah, the yeah. whole story is fucking. Him. I was trying thing, to explain it to my kids the other day. The whole thing's fucking insane. It's no, it all stinks like shit. Like. This FTX came out of nowhere, literally nowhere. Overnight became an overnight, overnight billionaire success. Then you you start to follow the trail, and you're like, oh, so essentially what happened here is FTX gets all this shit, right? They they blow up out of nowhere. The government buys FTX, spends the FTX, gives that money to Ukraine, or just gives the FTX to Ukraine. Then the FTX then spends it, gets cash, bam. So not only getting our tax dollars, but they're getting our tax dollars through FTX. So they're getting funded twice, publicly and behind closed doors. For what reason? Because Russia bad? Like, fuck off. You know, it, it's it's insane, dude. It's it's legitimately fucking insane. Um, Yeah, that was the biggest money laundering scheme. And the guy's like, oh, all right. And he just says crypto tweeting like a piece of shit, like being all weird and people are like, hey, maybe, I don't know, bring this guy in for questioning, but then you think like, I don't know, there's a massive pedophile ring and no one got arrested. So like, do you are you surprised? So does it look like this uh, Sam Bankman Freed guy is just going to completely avoid being held of accountable course. for this? It, it, it looks course. like that, at least thus far. Of course, of course. There's zero zero percent chance. They might bring him in for like questioning just to shut people up, but like nothing's coming from that. Nothing's coming from that. Nothing's coming from a fucking literal fuck island with children on it. Like nothing's coming from this stuff. It's just not. Like it everything's too corrupt. 
And then, you know, the GOP guys, they're corrupt, so they ain't going to fucking break shit up. And the, and the few that aren't corrupt, too little to do anything. So it doesn't matter. What do you do? You know, it's like, what do you do? I don't know. We're fighting an uphill battle for sure. Um, we are recording the episode today on November 28th, 2022. Uh, this, today, Adam, is your birthday. How, mind sharing with us? How old are you? Unfortunately, 36. Okay. <laughs> 36 years old. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Doing anything Feel- anything special for your birthday other than this, the Kelly Patrick Show episode? <laughs> this, uh, no. I, so last year, my obviously, my birthday was on Sunday. And... Uh, it was great. I just watched football all day. Did nothing. Today I can't. I, I watch football tonight. I guess. But um, no. I, I'm just gonna hang out. Uh, oh, my dad's coming in like a little bit. I go out to lunch with him. Um, fucking. I guess my wife's coming home later. Maybe I'll do dinner, dinner with her. But like nothing crazy. That's what I, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm 36. What am I fucking doing? I don't drink. So like that's done. I'm on a weed break again. So like that's done. <laughs> it's fucking sober. Why don't you drink? Uh. I just never really liked it that much. Like when I was younger, I would drink a lot in my twenties. You know, a bl- fucking blackout drinking with your friends and shit. You know, wake up in fucking Jersey. <laughs> you're like, how do I get here? Uh, but like, I felt like I was doing it just because that was the thing to do with your friends. Mm-hmm. I hated it. like I was, you know, makes you gain weight. It fucking makes you feel like shit. Hung- hangovers are awful. Yeah, like it changes your skin color. Like all this stuff is like so bad for you. Yeah. And then one day I was like, you know what? This isn't really fun. I don't really enjoy this. I don't like like booze. Mm-hmm. Like beer's fine, but like liquor sucks. Like it just doesn't taste good. Like, like, yeah. you know, like so I just stopped. I just stopped like eight years ago. Like I I'll have a drink super rarely every now and then. Like uh, if I go to Mexico, I go on vacation. I'll have like you know a fruity like daiquiri or something like that, or like maybe like one day. But I'm not drinking. I just don't like it. I don't have like a problem or or anything. I just don't. Okay. So I like it, but but people always assume it's because you, you're an alcoholic. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all the time. But you just go, I don't drink. They go, hit your wife. You're like, no, I just fucking. <laughs> no, I, just, I don't like, drink either. I haven't drank in uh, about two years, not a single uh, drop of alcohol. And before then, it was probably almost two years, you know, so I'm in the same, same boat. I guess I technically could have a drink or something, but I don't really, you know, my wife and I, neither of us really have the desire to do it anymore. We just kind of do our own thing and we've got a oh, routine my, that doesn't involve drinking and it works. My wife loves margaritas. We are different. We'll go out to eat like, like a Mexican joint and she'll have like two margaritas and they'll be like, all right, let's go. I have like a carrier back in my fucking car. She's a fucking mess. She's a worst drunk. <laughs> she's the fucking worst. Well, at least also, she's got, being a, she's got a driver. Is awful. Yeah. Yeah, me. All, but like being around drunk people is arguably the most unenjoyable thing in the world. It's like, because you're sober, so you have this, like, sense about you. Even if you're high, it's not the same. So you still have, like, this sense about you where, like, hey, you guys are being loud and obnoxious. Like, hey, like, stop doing that. Like, hey, like, you feel like an, like, like you're, you're babysitting for children. And, like, you guys are adults. I don't want, I don't give a fuck. So, like, I, when I was young, younger and stopped drinking, like, I would, like, feel like I had to, like, make sure everything was okay. And then as I get older and start hanging out with people who drink, I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Stick your dick in the socket. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not your keeper, you know what happens if you drink. I don't give a fuck. Like do do whatever is gonna happen to you. The only person I, I look after is my wife. Once you drink, that's it. Everyone else could eat shit. I don't care. It's on you. <laughs> Fair. Um, it, f- from the perspective of being a stand-up comic, 
Donald Trump announced he is running for president. I mean, I don't know if that's going to give you good material. You said you don't really touch on much. No, nah, I won't uh, talk about it. Okay. So maybe not for your stand-up comedy routines. Yeah, no. But um, for the sake of fucking entertainment? Oh, yeah. In a shit show and a train wreck and a, 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 all that? I mean, what do you think? Do you think this is going to match what we saw in 2016? Uh, I mean, remember 2016, we had all these nicknames, Pocahontas, Lion Ted. Yeah. I mean, uh, Marco Rubio and Trump having a contest about who had the bigger dick. It was, it was just, I mean... For my money, the most entertaining shit I've ever seen in the history of the fucking world. Do you think we have anything like that ahead of us? Nah, it's like trying to chase, like, follow up like a like Caddyshack with, like, Caddyshack 2. You know, like, there's there a reason why the first one was so great. You know, and it's like, there's a reason why that was so great. Because it was so new and, like, gen now it's like, it's like, I'm back, Luda. <laughs> you know, and you're like, I don't really give a fuck, dude. Like, this is not genuine it's not funny anymore it's just sad like also fuck you you put us in lockdowns you cunt like like i'll never like that's what i'm saying and that's the annoying thing about all these fucking fucking trump fans dude i'm like you realize him and him alone put us in lockdowns and started inflation biden ran with it of course that's what the left does but i'm like you realize like he started it and th this is the response you get. He didn't have a choice. I was like, he solely had the choice. <laughs> he was the president. Then who, he didn't have a choice. Then who the fuck did? It, it, it's so annoying. And like, that to me is unforgivable. Taking away my freedoms of, of movement and, and, and taking away my work and all that. Like, that's unforgivable. So you could fucking go kill yourself. I'll never fucking look at you the same. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, he's funny, but like, literally eat a dick like you're an enemy of the people like you put us in lockdowns like i don't give a fuck what you say you are about how you're the fucking other guy you're this and you're fuck these stuff motherfucker you are the establishment you put us in lockdowns kill yourself like i fucking hate you you know it's like get the fuck out of here that's all it took fuck all the other stuff fuck the inflation fuck all that like you took away my rights fuck off you're dead to me forever like no agreed and substantively the cares act and all the spending that occurred during the Trump course. four years, okay, what that did was not only put us into such a, a gigantic debt hole yep. that had never been seen before, but then it laid the, the groundwork for when Biden comes into office, exactly, he can be spending a fuckload of money, but not quite exactly. as much as what Trump did. And he's saying, look, we're reducing the, the deficit. You know, he's manipulating this verbiage, of course, right. but he's not technically lying. So it's right. like you, you don't realize when, when the, the Republicans spend like a, a fucking, I don't know, a, a, a housewife who's just, you know, running up her home equity line of credit or credit cards or anything. I mean, just spending like it's going out of style. It really contributes to just a, a horrible situation for the value of our dollar. And that's pretty fucking important. I know that relative to other currencies across the world, fortunately, the United States dollar is still doing pretty good. But I mean, you can look, I mean, the wages have stagnated. A lot of the real lefties like Jimmy Dore, they articulate some of these points very well. That I think it's been like 40 years since the average 
uh, median income for a household has went up in the United States. There's some really bad shit that's going on, and it can be directly attributed to the spending, just the out-of-control spending, the fucked-up Federal Reserve, and the Republicans. And let's focus specifically on the non-establishment Donald Trump, who billed himself as being outside of the system or whatever you want to say. He did it worse than anyone ever had uh, prior. Yep. So let's not fucking pretend that didn't happen. Exactly. Uh, like the inflation thing's bad, dude. Like the in um I was watching this thing in in Shanghai. It's I think the most expensive city in the world or like one of the like even more so than New York. And uh these Chinese residents have what they call coffin apartments. And it's essentially these giant high-rises but there's so many people and they don't care about, you know, safety or anything. They started, they built up, they were, they built apartments like anywhere they can. So like between the elevator shaft and this other person's apartment, they put like a fucking apartment that could fit like one mattress and like a T and it's take a guess how much it is. This is the American. Oh my God. $1,800 okay. a month to live in a, essentially a legitimate like a, a, a single bed that's it like you don't have a you don't have a kitchen like you have like a bed like a mattress that that's your room and i don't mean like the room your mattress is in i mean like the mattress is your room jesus and i'm like yeah i feel, i look at china i look at that i go that's just like the world 30 years in advance you know what i'm saying like like the social credits, all the stuff China does, that's just what the rest of the world is going to do. But they're just so on it with their authoritarian government. They already have their citizens beat down, so they can do whatever they want. That's, but that's like what we want to do with the social credit score and stuff like that. Like our government, like we see it. Except they don't use those words, right? But with the other stuff, like, oh, we got to maybe go to a new crypto dollar or, hey, vaccine passports it's like oh so you can shut my shit down because like in china you know with that they have that we me or we something chat like app and it's like essentially to the government and like you pay your bills and everything on it and if they don't like you you're a dissident they go that's off now good luck paying for anything they effectively kill you without ever having to kill you you know and like that's what i'm afraid is going to happen here again not tomorrow not five years from now not even 10 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now. I don't fucking know. You know, like, I don't know. It scares me. So, like, again, I don't know how we fix it. I don't know who's the fucking savior. I, I don't know. But it's a lot of shit on the horizon. That's not great. Do you see DeSantis trying to run against Trump? Do you think DeSantis will? I think DeSantis beats Trump. Okay. Do you think that's going to happen? Who will be the Republican candidate for De president? DeSantis. <clears throat> For sure. And you think Who's, that's a by good, the way, is that a good I, thing? I do, no. I, I think his foreign policy is terrible. And if you're the president, that's important. And if we're just going to have another guy who's like, fucking let's, get, let's go to China. Let's go to Russia. It's like, hey, I'm good. Know what he's great on? Doing what he does. Keeping Florida free. Kind of. So, like, keep doing that. I don't need you. Like, if we lose him, that's... Like to do that, that's bad. Like we need guys like him running states because, as we know, states more important than federal. So if you have your state governor who's like, "Yeah, we're not doing lockdowns," or like, "Hey, we're not doing masks," 
I don't give a fuck. What are you going to do about it? That's more important than him becoming president. Because then guess what? He becomes president. Now, let's say a fucking Democrat takes over Florida. Now, Florida's fucked. So it's like, what's more important? Right? Obviously, keeping him in Florida. I think keeping all these guys who are good at what they do in local levels is better. Because, like, the only response the federal government could, they could do one of two things, right? They could do what they did in Florida. They go, we're not going to give you money. And they go, I don't give a fuck. We have money. Or they're going to, what, send in the military? How's that look? You, you, you know, you have, you have the president sending the military against the state. It's essentially starting a civil war. So I, I doubt they're going to do that. So they're going to take their money away. Okay, who gives a fuck? If, you, if you're if you're an economical state, right? That's a word. Uh, you don't really need the feral, feral money. Like, yes, I'm sure Rhode Island does or fucking Delaware. Actually, Delaware doesn't either. But like, I'm sure smaller states do. But Florida doesn't. Texas doesn't. California doesn't. I know California doesn't matter because they're fucking lefty. But like, they don't. New York doesn't. Delaware doesn't because they, they all corporations pay them, right? So like, they could tell they have the power to tell these the federal government to go fuck themselves, which is good. So you predict DeSantis will be the Republican candidate and will be running against Joe Biden? Yeah, probably. I didn't think it was gonna be Biden for a bit, but I don't see it not being him now. You know, but for a guy who got the most votes ever, sure can't sell out a room. <laughs> it's weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. How how did Trump triple or quadruple his follower count the the few hours he got back on Twitter? Like all these things is just again questions we should all be asking ourselves. Like this guy got the most votes ever, but has like thirty million Twitter followers, whatever the fuck it is. And Trump has like a hundred, y- y- you know, and like it just. I feel like oh, it doesn't matter, but it does matter because the people who also follow on Twitter probably vote. You know, so it's like, how is this all adding up? It's not. None of this shit adds up. But and don't forget, this whole midterms, the left was like, don't deny elections. It's like, you guys didn't win yet. So why are you preemptively saying that? Yeah. <laughs> like, all this shit is just weird. You know, but then Stacey Abrams loses. She has no problem coming out and being like, we should question this election. It's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. You know, they could do it, but you do it. You're, you hate democracy so much. By the way, I do. Democracy sucks. It's not good. A four out of five of us decided to rape you. That's technically democracy. I hope many people are listening to this podcast who are not already identified as libertarians. That's kind of the goal with many of yeah. my episodes. Could you describe to them, you just said you do hate democracy. Everybody kind of almost is brainwashed in the United States to think, oh, democracy is the greatest thing ever. You don't want to question democracy. Oh, we have democracy. You know, it's just like repetition driven into your head from a very yeah. early age. Could you, articulate, could you articulate why do you not like democracy? 51% rules 49%. That's the reason right there. Okay, so a, a common rebuttal would be, so what's a better option? <laughs> Fucking uh, no government. Complete individual sovereignty. Or go back to the monarchy so we could all just be like, kill the king, he's fucking up. Like, at least with that, you have one person, right, like in charge <laughs> who you could direct all your complaints to and be like, this guy. But like, uh, no, it's just not, again, I just made the example. If five of us are in a room, 
and four out of five of us are like, I'm gonna let's fucking rape Kelly and take his money. And you're like, hey guys, I actually think it's a terrible idea. And we're like, democracy, sorry. It's so 49% of the population, which is a lot of people, just gets fucked for two to four to six years, depending on what election we're running. Right? And then we're supposed to be like, that's fair. Totally fair. I understand the problem with this. It's like, dude, what do you mean? So, uh, obviously, let's say America has, what, 300 million people in it, right? So, 153 million people control 149 million people. Or the fuck, like, what are we talking about here? It, those numbers are too great. Too many fucking people. It's fucking crazy. So, like, it's bad. So, individual sovereignty is the way to go. Don't tax me. Don't fucking get in my business. Privatize. People test things to people think, like, but privatization could be corrupt. You're right. My bad. Continue. As opposed to what? The non-corrupt government we have, you fucking cunts. It's like so dumb to say that. You know, it, it's... Because at least with privatization, again, you can hold people accountable. People get fired. They get sued. They get arrested. In government, it's like... Again, the, the road thing, right? What's the incentive for them to take care of the roads? You go... I have a pothole to go, yeah... You go, oh, can you fix it? They go, no, no. And then you go, well, I'm not going to pay my money, my taxes. They go, oh, you don't have to. But you'll be in a cage. Yeah. And we'll take your rights away. Are oh, you going to fix the pothole, though? No, we're not. You go, what the fuck am I doing here, then? That's government. At the simplest, most basic of, its, of, of, of describing it to somebody, right? Like, that's what it is. There's no incentive to do a good job. No competition. They control everything. They control the market. And they control your money. Quite literally, control your money. If you don't pay, you go to prison. So what, that simple. What you're describing there is one of the most common rebuttals to anarchy, which is, ha, Mr. Utopian over here, how will we have roads if there's no government to make the roads, you idiot? You know, right. that's something you hear, and you say privatize them. It won't be perfect. It won't be perfect. There's no such thing as any utopian perfect scenario right. playing out but at least there will be accountability you call a private company you're going to talk to someone they're not going to say hey i'll transfer you over here and then they hang up on you like if you call the the dmv or some shit locally right. and you call the government agency i mean someone's going to be rude to you on the phone you have to wait for fucking however long on hold and then they'll tell you to come wait in another line and then they won't even see you that day oh sorry you got to come back tomorrow it happened to me with my daughter a couple of weeks ago getting her her driver's permit so i mean it, there's many examples of it, but the road um, question is a common one, and, and you addressed it. You said privatization. Yeah, um, and and like the rebuttal for that for the road thing for people, they go, um, "What about the poor communities? Are, like, so, or like, are people going to build roads out there?" I'm like, "Yeah, why wouldn't like? There's still money to be made. That's the incentive." Like of of course they would build like they would build roads out there. Like if there's money to be made by a private company, they're gonna do it. That's the point of a fucking company. It's to make money. So if you have a community that okay, they might be poorer than like Malibu, but like you find a contractor or who's willing to work with what you have, and they'll like there's always a company that will do it. Is that what I'm saying? There's not just like let's say there's grade A road company. Okay, great. Like they're the best. Let's say 
and they're maybe yeah, maybe they won't pave your small town, but Grade C pavement company wants to make money, and they're like, well, yeah, we're not as big as them, but we could we could do that. Yeah, we could definitely do that. So they make money, you get everyone wins. Like people don't understand that because they only see the government trend. It's so annoying. So what about like I know this is libertarian. Anarcho-libertarian one-on-one. What about, like, the public schools? Are you a fan of public schools? Do you think they should be disbanded entirely? Of course. <laughs> of course. I mean... Softball question? Teachers are literal pedophiles now. Like, like we all have Twitter. We all have social... We, we see what, what uh, they're doing in schools. Like, we see it. We see... We see these teachers on TikTok being like, don't tell your parents about the sex book I gave you. Like, they're saying it themselves. This isn't us being like, I wonder what they're, this is what I think they're saying. I'm watching them say this in the classroom they're at, like on TikTok being like, hi, I'm gender neutral queer. Uh, I teach second graders and like, I think it's dumb to be straight. And I tell them that every day. And you're like, hey man, they're, uh, they're corrupting our youth. And they're like, that's the right wing conspiracy theorist. I'm like, well, I just watched 40 TikTok videos of them saying it themselves. So I don't know. Stop gaslighting me because I'm not fucking crazy or retarded. Right? Like, I have a brain. You're not going to lie to me. So, like, that's the shit I'm talking about. Right? Like, that right there. Like, the evil shit in public schools. And, and all of our test scores are bad. People also don't know, like, how, why, like, what our public school system was founded by. It was founded by Austrian, like, fucking um, farmers, essentially. Because uh, we had the Austrian um, school method which is sit in this room. The person in front is the authority. Don't question the person in front of the room. They teach you what you're to know. Also, pledge allegiance is flag blindly at fucking five years old. And you're like, oh, I'm five. I don't know what any of this means. Like, don't worry about it. Pledge allegiance to the flag. And you're like, okay. Like, you know, and then and it's it's like, it it beats your beats you down to not question authority, to not learn true history, to not learn anything of value. You don't learn how to man, uh, to run a checkbook. You don't learn learn how to pay your bills. You don't learn how to do your taxes. You don't learn how to fix stuff in school. You don't learn any of that. But oh, I took seven math classes. I'm a fucking comic. I don't use trigonometry too much. But thanks for making me fail that three times. When I could have learned, like, here's how you manage a checkbook. Here's how you open a bank account. Here's how you fucking do this. You know, it's, like, so annoying. So do you think, like, uh, privatized schools, maybe let's say Catholic schools, are inherently going to be better than public schools? Well, I went to both. I went to a private school, and I went to a Catholic. Uh, I'm, Jesus Christ. I went to a Catholic school, and I went to public school. I went to public elementary and middle school. I went to Catholic high school. And let me tell you something. Catholic high school all day. Not even close. Why? Um, well, first of all, you're spending money to be there. So you're going to fucking act right for the most part. you Of course, you have kids who are fucking monsters everywhere you go whose parents are rich. Yeah, that's going to happen. But the majority of people aren't that. So you're spending money to go to a place. You're going to act right. There's not going to be fucking fights. And there are, but, you know, it's kids. But, I mean, it's not going to be like a brutal fucking scene every day in school. The teachers are going to care more because they're getting paid differently. You know, public schools make more, but like Catholic school teachers have like better like um social life. That makes sense. Sure. 
They're not getting fucking punched in the fucking head in a public school. You know, they're not getting told to go fuck themselves constantly, like in a public school would. Like it's just a different world. So you might not make as much as public school, but I'd rather make less and go home every day and being like, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, feel like they 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 feel engaged. They feel like they're standing for uh, uh, being a part of a community, and it's something they take pride in. A lot of times, my stepdaughter attended a freshman, her freshman year at a public school here in Louisville, Kentucky, and then we got her into a very good Catholic school right down the street from us. Her sophomore year, she said every single day at the public school here in Louisville, Kentucky, she would see at least one fight, at least yeah. one fight. She has not seen anything close to a fight thus far her sophomore year in the highly rated Catholic school. And I'm not super, you know, I'm not playing the super Catholic religious card on this or anything. I'm just saying, well, we get to observe what we see. And what we experienced during her freshman year was not good. On top of that, there was, yep. you know, she's a, 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 a minority, so a Cuban girl. She was being taught all about racism which her, right. her mom, of course, was not excited about uh, how, you know, people of brown and black colored skin are, you know, victims by our right. entirety of our system and everything about that. I mean, it literally, we saw the assignments. They were all everything, especially in certain classes, everything was related to racism. And now we got her into this Catholic school, which sure it costs, you know, a lot right. more money but it's definitively worth it. And it's making me a fan of the Catholic church. So congratulations, public schools. Right. Exactly. You're making me like, I guess, uh, becoming reigniting my Catholic roots or something. Dude, in four years of high school, there were two fights in my, in my grade and they're fucking bullshit high school fights. And they weren't on campus either. Both of them were like right outside the school off campus. Like one was a girl fight. One was the two dudes. And it was the, like the biggest deal, but like not the biggest, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like to us, it was like, whoa, but like, and we're looking back at it, it's like, oh, it was like just two kids threw like one punch each and it was like, we got broken up. Like that was a fight, you, like, you know? And it's like, it, it's just so much fucking better, dude. It's just so much fucking better. Uh, so yeah, a hundred percent, um, public schools are fucking evil. Like Michael Malice says, right? We just talked about it. That's a lot of the places a kid will ever encounter violence in his whole life is a public school. Like, the teachers are awful. Again, the majority, not all of them, but, like, the majority. My wife's a teacher at a Catholic school, by the way. Really? Yes. Was she raised Catholic? Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, my, my stepdaughter says that at the public school, literally every kid in the class would have their cell phones out while the teacher was talking. Yeah, of course. And they're looking at their cell phone just doing, you know, whatever the fuck they want to do on Instagram or TikTok while the teacher's talking. And at the Catholic school... You cannot be seen with your phone, like, at all. There's zero tolerance. Um, and the teachers actually are asking you questions like, hey, do you grasp this? Do you have any questions? You know, they're following up. They actually give a fuck about teaching you. So I, I didn't realize, Adam, that your wife is a teacher at a Catholic school. I didn't yeah. think that would be the theme of the episode today. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it sounds like it's hitting uh, kind of close to home for you, and it's something that yeah, you get to for see. Sure. For sure, because also, like, the good thing, like, I'll give you an example. Like, with her school, Let's say they have a girl. It's an all girls. It's an all girls school. So let's say they have a girl who's like, uh, kind of, you know, too many fucking meetings with teachers, or like, not because she's bad, not even because she's bad, just because like, her parents are cunty and she's might be cunty, and they're like, I want a ninety nine instead of the fucking eighty eight I got or whatever, and like, you know, so like one one year there was like this girl, and like she just kept having meetings with like problems with my wife and stuff like that, and like her parents get giving her shit, 
So like by the third meeting, the principal was like, if I see you in here one more time, I'll give you your money back. You get the fuck out. I give a fuck. We don't need you here. Okay. Okay. And that's the fucking difference. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's the fucking difference. That is it's, fucking it's, beautiful. Because you could be like, at those places, you have a problem family or kid, you could be like, oh, peace the fuck out. Don't need you here. Don't give a fuck. Don't need your money. <laughs> I we'll love that. We'll replace your spot. Don't worry. We'll replace your spot. No problems. But public school, what are you going to say? Get out. They go, okay. Yeah. Go to another public school. I give a fuck. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter. You get expelled. You go to different, it doesn't matter. But, but Catholic school, it's like, or they might even give your money back, right? They'll be like, thanks for the 15 grand. Yeah, See you the signed later. the contract that said if you, right. you gave us trouble, then you don't get your money back. So right. fuck See you. See later. Your, your father and I both experienced this in the insurance industry. I've had this happen a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Someone's a problematic client. As long as I handle it the right way, check with my boss. I can say, sir, I'm not interested in your business anymore. Our business relationship is over. I'm moving on. And, and you're saying that can happen the same way in the, in effect, kind of like a-, a, a privatized almost like a, a, a private business of a Catholic school. No, hundred percent. It's uh, it's, it's great to see that too, that they could just be like, nah, fuck off. And again, that's what you need. It's what we don't have, you know, it's like, it's it just, bad. Yeah, it's bad. We gotta, we gotta get all of our kids out. And that's, and that's, the, that's again, like I said before, we're not going to take over the schooling industry. That's done. That's already conceded to the left. What we can do is pull your fucking kids from school. And homeschool them or send them elsewhere. That's how you hurt them. That's how you do it. You, we're not going to, again, we're not going to beat them in, in, in the conventional sense. You got to beat them that way. I love it. Well, Adam, I really appreciate you uh, spending so much of your birthday with me. Before we wrap things <laughs> up, Adam, um, I know you are, uh, of course, you host your podcast, the Porcupine Podcast. Um, what other, you know, social media plugs, upcoming uh, stand-up comedy dates? What, what else do you have? Uh, on the horizon for Adam Nutter. Yeah, so uh, you mentioned the Porcupine, which you were just on. Uh, that's my political one, which is fun. Uh, YouTube.com slash Adam Nutter. Audio is available everywhere. And then if you guys are fucking tired of politics and just want to hear dick jokes and me make fun of people or my co-host make fun of me, go on to the Cult of Us podcast. That's our pure comedy, no po no politics. We promise. We're just shooting the shit, talking about fucking dumb shit, funny stuff, making fun of each other, making fun of guests, making fun of our own stuff. Uh, youtube.com slash cult of us. Uh, it's also available everywhere. Um, follow me on Instagram at Adam Nutter, uh, on Twitter at tattooed comic. And unless my old account comes back, then go follow Adam Nutter on Twitter too. Um, come see me on, yeah, do stand up, uh, December 10th. I'll be in Morrisville, Pennsylvania at Ashland Distillery coming out to that. Um, I have some stuff in December too coming up. December 23rd. I, I fucking should have looked this up. I have more than that. God damn it. December 23rd, John and Peters in New Hope, Pennsylvania. Uh, Christmas Eve Eve show. That's going to be fun. And then I was supposed to do Punchline January 4th. That got moved to February 16th. So Punchline Philly, February 16th coming out. I think it's Wednesday. Coming out to that. And I, I have other stuff. I just can't think of them. Um, follow me on social media. I post on my show dates. So come on out. I love it. Well, Adam Nutter, thank you very much for coming on. I look forward to chatting with you again sometime soon. And I look for forward sure. to having your dad on the show sometime yeah, soon. I got to set that up. I got to watch that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get in touch with you about scheduling that. But thank you very much, Adam Nutter. Happy birthday. Thanks, Brother Bear. I appreciate it. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Kelly Patrick Show. Of course, we will have another episode out soon. Mm -hmm.